We are the Purposeful Project. We help entrepreneurs for free. Welcome to today's pep talk, where we'll take just 20 minutes to interview leading experts from around the world who share actionable know-how, insights, and life lessons. To hear these incredible insights, follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Or you can simply visit thepurposefulproject.com, sign up to our mailing list, and get the podcast in your inbox every single week. Welcome to today's episode. And today we have Josh White from Canna Water. So, Josh, could you introduce yourself and tell us a, a, a bit about Canna Water to begin with, please? Of course. Uh, my name is Josh White. I'm uh, one of the three co-founders at Canna Water. Canna Water is um, a still and sparkling natural spring water uh, in a can. We have got resealable cans as well. Uh, and ring pull cans, like a normal normal can lid. Uh, and the idea came from myself and my two best friends went to Thailand in 2014 and uh, came across serious amounts of plastic, uh, a lot of plastic bottles on the beach. And uh, it really shocked us, you know, full of brands that we, that we loved and that we had grown up loving and uh, wondered, you know, why is this happening? How is this happening? And um, through copious amounts of research when we got back saw that aluminium is actually the most recyclable material on the planet within beverages it's infinitely recyclable and once you recycle a can it will come back as another can so i mean that's that's um it's fast so the, the sort of genesis for the idea was born on a beach in thailand i mean i'm i'm kind of interested in you know what what happened on that holiday so you, you know what really kind of got you thinking about this i mean did it become like the major topic of conversation uh, whilst you were there i mean I, and then you know I, I mean who hasn't walked down a beach and sort of looked at the plastic and sort of despaired How, what was the thing that kind of made you think well actually we need to act around this yeah well it's funny actually because we've never been exposed to plastic pollution you know we're three guys we grew up around sort of Watford, um, North London. Um, it, 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 wasn't, it wasn't something that was on our agenda, to be completely honest with you, Dave. You know, it, it was something that was a bit of a shock. Uh, the weird thing was is how obsessed we became with, you know, like, you know, what is the solution or what is a solution or our solution, as we call it now. And I think that, you know, none of us had any degrees. You know, we actually didn't go to university, the, th the university, the three of us. Um, I, I actually uh, started to do a degree in sculpture, in art. So I wasn't I didn't have any background <laughs> in science. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the, the, the truth was, is that we um we wanted to find, you know, what are the alternatives out there? Uh, you know, glass is, is good and it is recyclable, but it's very heavy and it smashes. And a lot of places, you know, have banned glass for that reason. Tetra Pak um, is actually an, a complete nightmare to recycle because it's, um, you know, it's got plastic paper and aluminium fused within it. Uh, and when we found that aluminium is the most recyclable, um, we questioned why has no one ever put uh, water in a can before and I think people were scared that there might be like you know a weird taste or you can't see the water um, or you can't close it and I think it was you know we just we just became completely completely and utterly obsessed of can we make this happen and then it was like we will make this happen and we were the first obviously the first people to put water in a can. 
So, so how did you go from that to actually, you know, sipping water out of a can? Did you sit oh. around a kitchen table <laughs> and pour water into cans? And you know, I was just kind of interested in that. Ooh, in yeah, that yeah. It's, it's, it's a funny one because you know when you're the first to do something. Um, it's quite difficult because you know you've got this like proof of concept like how do you how can you prove that it will work and you know how do you how can you even prove that there is a niche for this type of thing um we couldn't taste water out of a can you know and maybe there were times where we poured out other cans of uh, sparkling uh, <laughs> product and then uh, you know poured water in it but funnily enough we were so in love with the idea and so um, passionate uh, about it. And, you know, I'll go on to how important authenticity is in this story, that we actually didn't taste the water in a can until the first can came off of the production line um, where there was 350,000 cans being made. So that just shows you... How what much of a, you know, exactly, exactly. And, you know, I think that, you know, when I, when I listen to a lot of purpose led stories and, you know, other podcasts or, you know, have read other people's stories, you know, you do have to take a leap of faith when it comes to, you know, running a disruptive brand. Um, it really is sort of, you know, it was me and the two boys and it was our vision. Uh, and, you know, you can't actually, you can't, um make like in order to produce cans you need to there's a minimum order so you know we we in order to have tasted the water we had to hit that minimum order so yeah it was a it's a funny story but it just shows you how um you know if that hadn't have happened there would be no can of water and you know that that is a major setback when someone turns around and says well you can't actually taste the product until you buy it <laughs> <laughs> well so I mean, I presume that the, the there was a cost attached to getting three hundred and fifty thousand cans of water. So, you know, it, that must have been sort of pause for thought. You must have paused for thought around that and thought, you know, shall we actually do this? Yeah, yeah. No, for us, you know, it was um, build build the brand, build build the can of water brand. You know, without any product, really. We, you know, we had some prototypes where we just sort of okay. wrapped cans and stuff. Um, but it was sort of, you know, build the brand um, of what it would look like and what it would feel like and sell that to people rather than, than the actual product. Um, and we okay. were very fortunate that, you know, we, we reached out to um, Selfridges and London Fashion Week, who, you know, two very forward thinking brands, you know, Selfridges were getting rid of all of their plastic water bottles. You know, they were the first retailer in the country to, you know, they, they create a scent called Project Ocean where they, yeah. They, they, they really cared about um, sustainability and, you know, what plastic was doing to the planet. And weirdly enough, we emailed them the week that they decided to remove plastic out of uh, out of their fridges, which, you know, is just crazy, you know, when I think about it, because we could have emailed them, uh, you know, six months later or six months before. But we emailed them the week that they were making that decision. So, so it was that Selfridges basically a kind of cold outreach or did you have connections there? Yeah, no, no connections. We had no connections, no, you know, background in the food and drink industry. Um, but, you know, what we did have is, you know, three really passionate uh, founders who, 
you know, really wanted to make a difference. And we had full-time jobs at this at this point, um, and we were really going out of our way to, uh, you know, to, to, to make this happen. And, um, you know, at first, I think that, you know, we've got experience now, but at first, you know, we had no experience. All we knew is that we wanted to offer consumers a choice, and consumers should have a choice to buy more recyclable, alternatives on the shelf and um you know we, we were very you know we know that tap water is you know is a, is is a more sustainable option when it comes to you know in the home and um you know when 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 people you know when it when it's when it's there but what about the times when tap water isn't there or for the people that won't buy uh, that won't buy a reusable flask and fill from the tap you know people are buying hundreds and millions of bill- and billions of uh, of plastic bottles across the world and um there needs to be um an alternative that 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 is more recyclable and makes sense and that doesn't end up polluting the the ocean no i so i think it's 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 great because you know for many people they will sort of be reading a lot particularly in the press at the moment around things like cop 26 and then trying to make sense yeah. of that and you know, inevitably people be thinking about, well, how do I make some changes? So as you say, the, you know, changes like not buying plastic bottled water and buying it in cans, I think is, 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 is just a sort of small and simple thing. So as you say, being there on the shelves and providing that choice is, is, is really important. For sure. So, definitely. Um, I, I just wanted to go back to your, your point about you, you, you built a brand and you were kind of selling the so you know i mean obviously with something like um a, a product like a can of water or a brand around water things like branding are really important so did you sort of fairly early on in the process think about the branding come up with the name i mean i, I love the name it's sort of very ron seal in terms of it does what it says on the tin type thing so. exactly yeah, no, we had, um, you know, we had the name and, um, you know, Perry, my uh, my other co-founder, you know, who's an incredible designer, uh, came up with the look and feel of the product. And, um, you know, we were we were completely obsessed with the way that it looked, you know, in a world full of um, color, uh, why not stick black and white in the middle of your shelves? And it was, it's you know, that, that, that was the... Um, the aim and uh you know i'm sure you know you can agree that the cans are you know sleek minimal and very sort of very different to the eye sort of you know a lot of people used to say that it uh you know if you were to go to the moon you would go with uh go with a can of water it's got that sort of futuristic type um and i think that um yeah it's, it's 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 a great it's a great design and a great brand that um you know has had a lot of thought thought behind it for sure yeah i mean i i i mean i i i confess i have bought um can of water before and i think it's it's the eye-catchingness of the the way it's packaged you know i think i got it through um i think it was a cardo i mean i can't remember but yeah. i think it was it was a cardo and it just was like oh that looks really different i love the packaging so perry did a Perry did an amazing job, I think. He did, so, he did indeed. But things like branding is kind of hot, is so critical to all of this as well. So, you know, I think 
Um, it sounds like you were lucky because Perry Perry had a design background, but I think people often forget that you know the way things are packaged is is absolutely super important. Completely agree, so, um, and I know. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. No, that 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 that's great. So, uh, once you'd got a couple of brands on board, you've got the water. Then you know, I guess it was a case of seeing what people thought about it. So, did you do sort of research with um, consumers uh, once the sort of water was was out there and um, see what people and get some sort of feedback in terms of what people were saying? Yeah, so a lot of it were at the big, at the early, early stages was family and friends. And then, you know, we would go out to people and, you know, very much a lot of people in the trade and really just put some feelers out there. You know, we, we, we're selling canned water. The reason we're selling canned water is cans are a lot better than plastic bottles from a recyclability perspective. And, you know, we would talk about this a lot. And um, the feedback that we got, to be completely honest with you, you know, it wasn't great. You know, a lot of people didn't understand it. Um, Canna Water as a brand was very sort of ahead of its time. You know, looking back now, um, we would be calling up hundreds of people a week. And uh, a lot of people, to be completely honest with you, would laugh us off of the phone. Uh, they thought that we were crazy. They really, really did. And I think that, you know, we, we were very naive uh, and also very passionate, as I said before. And we just, you know, we carried on and we carried on and we carried on. and. Um, I think that, you know, it wasn't their fault. It was what they're used to. And I think that, you know, change sometimes isn't necessary until, you know, it becomes necessary. And we yeah. were, you know, we had seen we had seen the things in Thailand and we, you know, from doing a lot of research after our uh, holiday in Thailand, we saw that it was happening in loads of other places across the you know across the world and how people have been speaking about this for 15 years and no one was no one was listening to them and um yeah you know it it was really sort of two and a half three years of really blood sweat and tears of calling up people and really really trying to convince people um and you know i i thank all the people that did take us on because there were places that did take us on in the early stages you know like whole foods and um you know small independent cafes people forward thinking people you know um who who like us you know like-minded individuals who really sort of understood the problem but the you know a lot of the the majority they didn't understand and you know why would they want to pay more for uh for a can when a plastic bottle you know uh you know, it's a false economy, but they're they're making you know they're making decent margin off of it. Why would I pay more? But one of our um, one of our catchphrases is is um, it might cost more, but it doesn't cost the earth, and that was exactly what we were really pushing out there. And it wasn't until um, twenty eighteen, I think it was, where David Attenborough did Blue Planet, and uh, overnight. Um, it was just it was just absolutely crazy overnight you know we went from being this product that was really silly really stupid and a, and a fad in many people's eyes to you know a product that could potentially be the future of water and um yeah you know the rest is the rest is history you know and we we really got some incredible listings from you know from that time on yeah i mean it's it's such an interest so thank you for your kind of honesty around that because i think Again, when it sounds like you you were ahead of the curve in terms of 
you know, what you were trying to do. So ahead of the way that the majority of the world was kind of thinking. So you must have had some sort of fairly dark moments where you think, you know, <laughs> will this ever go anywhere? So, many, you know, many. then from a kind of, from a startup point of view, I mean, I think people tend to forget that there can be some very dark moments around running a business, but, you know, having that relentless drive and, um, that 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 kind of belief in yourselves is is really super important isn't it yeah no i i completely agree and i think that as i said to you before uh and we always use these words about you know like the brand was very much fueled by authenticity and passion and i think that you know even through the dark times uh when no one really sort of understood uh, that authenticity and passion really carried us through. And the fact that the three of us had each other as well to really bounce off of each other um, and gravitate, you know, off of each other. I think that, that 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 was incredibly important because it wasn't just me by myself that had the vision. It was me and my two best friends who also shared the same vision. And um, for us, it was about building a movement um, and inspiring others to follow suit. And I think that, you know, doing that with my two best friends was, you know, incredibly important and, uh, yeah, part of the journey. And we wouldn't have, you know, we wouldn't have done it without that. No, I think it's, it's a really fascinating insight because, again, you know, running a business can be quite lonely in terms of, um, in terms of if you don't have other partners, you know, it, it can be quite lonely. So have, I mean, it, it sounds like you were in the sort of perfect spot with your, your, your two, two best mates, as you say, and able sure. to kind of drive this forward together. So no, that, that, that's fascinating. Um, so you talk about a movement, which I think is really interesting as well. So has that sort of driven your decisions in terms of the way you've kind of marketed yourself and, um, what you're trying to do? Yeah, you know, for us, it's about, you know, when I look at um, when we first started to now, um, it's really interesting, actually. So we, you know, we would be at a trade show or, an, or at an event and uh, people would look around at our marketing and they'd be like, water tastes better out of a can or water in a can. They, 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 it, it just confused them. It really, really confused them. And then when I look now, uh, when we're at an event, They'll pick up the can and they'll instantly know why. They'll instantly understand why. And, you know, we did a, we conducted some interviews recently at, at, at a marathon and asked people why, do they know why they're drinking water out of a can? And, you know, it was so amazing to see that people knew why, um, you know, whether that's through can of water or through, you know, the media, uh, you know, or, or even, you know, David Attenborough and, people talking about the plastic problem and cans being better. But I think people inherently know now that plastic isn't good um, and will end up in the ocean um, and there are alternatives out there. And I think that, you know, this is only just the beginning and that's what really excites me the most is that, you know, we went from selling no cans to a few hundred thousand cans to million to, you know, up to sort of 10 million cans. And it really is the beginning of this, you know, of, of this movement. But as I said, our solution is really to provide alternatives to, um, to, to, to consumers. And um, it's so incredible to see the likes of Tesco, Waitrose, WH Smith, Co-op, Budgeons, and these, you know, these types of businesses, you know, selling can of water, because I think that for a brand like us that, you know, we could have just packed up 
in the first or second year because it wasn't working. It's so incredible to see, you know, all these sort of forward thinkers really understanding our our mission and uh, jumping in, you know, to be part of the vision. Well, it must it must be a massive thrill for you every time you go into a supermarket and see your product stop. There. It's weird. I actually, uh, I was out for lunch the other day and I saw someone walking down a high street with a can. And th- that, you know, that for me um, is just, it's just everything. It really is. It's such an exciting, you know, to see like a, you know, a consumer actually walking down the road holding a can. It's, um, it really is amazing. And not just, you know, not just personally, but, you know, just to know that um, that that person has probably bought that can because of the reason that we started the business. No, I think that's, that, that's kind of thrilling. I, I have to ask about what one thing, which is the, the opener on the can, because, yes. you know, I guess, I guess going back to kind of consumer insight, but one of the beauties of a bottle is that you can take the top off and then put the top back on. And I was really interested when I had a can myself that you could actually seal off the, the can. So there was a sort yeah. of new new innovation on the can. So is that yeah. is that something that you developed? especially because of No, no, it's a it's another company that we that we found, you know, one of the things that, you know, from doing early sort of research uh, through whether it was family or friends or even ourselves, you know, um convenience is 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 an enormous thing and i think that that's one of the reasons that people buy plastic bottles is you know it's convenient if you forget your flask don't worry you can buy a plastic bottle you know if you're yeah. uh, you know if it's too hot or you know there's loads of different reasons of why you're going to buy a uh, uh you know an on the go packaging in water and uh, i think one of the most convenient things is that you can open and close a bottle you can just put it in your bag and you can save it for later and um that is an incredibly important thing when it comes to water especially for on the go i think there are certain occasions where you don't need it you know whether uh you know you're sitting at a desk or you're at home you know you won't need a receivable lid but when you're out um you would you know most people would like to close close the can and uh, I think that that was something in the early days that we looked at uh, and, and, and were very fortunate to find, you know, a great lid that not only looks good, that, you know, is, you know, is, is leak proof. And I think that that's quite an important thing as well, especially for a consumer to sort of, you know, to, to feel, uh, feel safe that they can put it in their bag and it not leak. Uh, and we, yeah, we launched with this resealable lid. As I said to you before, you know, we've, we have both ends now. So we've got the resealable one and the non-resealable one. But it's, you know, it's, 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 um, it's served great for us, especially for those on-the-go moments when, you know, you do want to keep your water um, and, and cl- you want to close it and use it for later. No, it's, 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 it's really, really, I, lo- I love the detail of the thinking around kind of how people consume stuff. So, um Sure. Yeah, it's fascinating. So, I mean, I want to turn to the business itself because it you, it sort of sounds like you've got investment recently. You've got some yes. fairly sort of serious um, uh, players coming uh, to be part of the business. So, you know, could you just talk about, I guess, the, the point you've got to and, you know, what you're looking to do and why you've done things like take investment? 
For sure. Yeah, no, for us, really, it's about getting like-minded individuals into the company with experience, um, people that, you know, are very forward-thinking, you know, that have uh, experience within the FMCG uh, food and drink market. And uh, we were very fortunate to bring on, you know, some, some people that can really help us with the growth side. Um, and yeah, from, from the money perspective, it's really just to sort of, you know, take it to that next level and really just expand um, and educate and really sort of, you know, grow, grow the business and do, you know, everything that we've done and better. Um, and I think that um, I'm really, yeah, I'm really, and the rest of us are really, really excited um, for the future of Cano Water. Um, I think that's what, that's all we've you know all we've ever wanted really is just to get out to more and more people and really you know introduce the brand to uh, to the mass market for sure. So so are you quite UK focused at the moment? I mean, uh, is part yeah, of so, this so going really, international? Yeah, listen, uh, I think that for the future of Can of Water, definitely looking to expand um, outside of the UK. We do so in, in certain places outside of the UK, like the UAE. Um, but, you know, for us, really, it's, it's really like concentrate on the UK. I think the UK consumer are very, uh, it's, it's incredible, actually, because, you know, we don't see polluted beaches as much in the UK, but the UK consumer actually really cares about sustainability. And it's incredible. Um, it really, really is. And, you know, you can't go onto BBC News or, uh, you know, The Telegraph or whatever, it, whatever news um, platform it is. You can't go on there without seeing something about plastic. Um, and that really is incredible because... Three guys started this brand, but I don't know if we could have got as far as we've got without, you know, you know, the likes of David Attenborough, the likes of, uh, you know, BBC and Sky News and all of these people that have really, really, really pushed it. We would have we would have been ignored, um, just like the hundreds of thousands of other people that have been speaking about it before we even started Can of Water. So, um, yeah, that, that that that's that's the reality. No, and I think I mean you're, but but I mean it's it's interesting because I, I guess you were slightly ahead of the curve, but then you know have have sort of been able to fill a gap. And to your point, like I think people in this in the UK are very aware of sort of sustainability issues. I think there's still a real kind of like gap between awareness to understanding, and I think Agreed. companies like yourself fill that fill that can help fill that gap so it's education I, mean, I was going to say that's exactly the word i was going to say is sort of by it through education so um you know it's it's really really interesting to hear so we 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 we, we need need to wrap up i just was um kind of interested in um is there anything that you wish you knew when you started um sort of reflecting back now um uh, yeah. So, I mean, is there that there's sort of kind of any key lessons that you you can kind of share with us um, uh, about, you know, when you sort of think back to standing on that beach and thinking, you know, we're going to start a business around all of this stuff. For sure. I don't think I would change anything from a, you know, the way that the format of of, of how we've, you know, how we've started, because I've actually, you know, and I can only really speak for myself. Without all of the 
the mistakes and the challenges, I wouldn't probably be the person I am today. So I've, I've learned serious amounts from it. Um, and, you know, a lot of people said that we couldn't do it. And a lot of people, uh, you know, didn't think that it would be possible. So I think with, with all of that sort of stuff, it's actually helped me. It's helped mold me into the individual I am. Um, when it comes to um, would I change anything? I think the only thing that I would have changed is that I would have, I would have probably have looked for maybe a, a mentor or two in the beginning days um, to really just sort of help, you know, uh, navigate us because we didn't really have anyone um, in the early days apart from ourselves who, you know, didn't have much business experience um, but had serious amounts of passion. So I think that a mentor or two would have been really, really helpful. That's the only thing that I would change. But apart from that, you know, we've got an incredible team now. You know, there's seven of us, got some really, really wise heads in the, um, in the office. Um, and, you know, those are the types of people that actually probably would have been great mentors <laughs> when we first started, for sure. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, listen, thank you so much for chatting to us. It's, it's a fascinating story and one that I think, um, you know, will just get bigger and better as time goes on. So we really do cool. wish you wish you well. And uh, I look thank forward you. to sort of seeing how the brand develops over the next next few years. So thank you for joining us. Thank you, Dave. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Pep Talk today, powered by the Purposeful Project. If you found it interesting, please give us a review and follow us. In addition, you can sign up to our website and get loads more free entrepreneur knowledge, as well as get access to Pep Talk and the Purposeful Project podcast direct in your inbox every week.